it really hits home to understand who you're working for and how personal they take the environment that you're working in. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, I love it here. Uh, there, there is no other builder for me other than Perry. We are back at a second installment of our series, Know Your Builder, in the Tavola community in New Caney, Texas, with my good friend Presley Hambrick. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Nice to, nice. first of all, I'm so proud of you. I appreciate that. I just want to get that out the way. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, when I first met Presley, I was taking video tours on my phone, uh, putting them on Instagram, and putting some music from YouTube that's non-copyrighted behind it. So uh, <laughs> now we have Justin to take care of a lot of the music and making sure we don't get sued for it. Um, but of course, it was, it was, we all got to start somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Today on Know Your Builder, we want to talk to Presley a little bit about the Tavola community, about Perry Holmes as a builder, about himself, and get to know him a little bit better to see who you're actually going to be working with when you come out to the Tavola community. So without any further ado, give me a little bit of background on you. Has it always been new home sales? Is it only new home sales? Oh, wow. How much incriminating... Uh... <laughs> Um, I have always been um, an entrepreneur, okay. um, born and raised into a family of entrepreneurs in real estate. Um, my grandmother owned two apartment buildings um, when I was born, so I started working at the age of five. Um, oh, wow. And I actually have pictures floating around Facebook where um, I was seven, bricking an, uh, an apartment patio. <laughs> at seven? At seven. Um, the year... Either that year or the year after that, I had actually poured the driveway for that apartment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so I, I have literally been working since I was five years old, learning how to do rehab, learning uh, rentals. And yeah. So I've kind of always been in real estate. I transitioned from real estate to deep into the luxury car culture. And then from there, got into uh, renewable energies um, as uh, the entrepreneur space and some of the things I'm under contract I can't speak about. But yeah, always been an entrepreneur head and trying to develop something of my own and, and feel successful that I developed and put my hands into, into something and it, it blossomed. I hear you. So what made you come, and it will, I guess I should start here, has Perry Holmes been the only builder you've ever worked for? Yes, um, to the point where um, we had a rough year and it was looking like I might not be able to stay at Perry and I almost had a mental breakdown. Really? Because in my mind, it, Perry was the only builder. Um, obviously, I've, I've, I work in industry, so I know that there are other builders out there, but the way that Perry treats their employees, um, the family feeling that, that we have here, um, and even just how they process everything. Uh, to give you an example, Last year, I believe it was around summertime, uh, right around the pandemic, when the pandemic was really, um, really crazy. Yeah. Um, somebody from corporate, I believe, in our marketing department, but one of the directors uh, sent out an email and said, hey, you know, we, we really care about you guys. And we want to know, is there anything additional that we can do to make you guys feel better or to help you guys in the situation that we're in? And I'm everybody knows who I am. I'm usually, I'm very friendly and I'm always the, uh, I guess you could say jokester. So I replied, we're great. Um, but ice cream wouldn't hurt. Yeah. I think you should send everybody ice cream. And the, uh, this person in corporate replied, you know, laughing. I, I agree. I think that'd be a great idea. Uh, we also get ice cream, but I'm known for ice cream or tacos. So yeah. that, that's kind of like my, my tagline. 
a week later, they sent every salesperson um, in the Houston market, as I know, um, a box of ice cream. Oh, wow. The week after that, um, they sent us uh, $50 gift cards to have uh, pizza for our families. That's huge. So I, I would like to take credit from that. Maybe that was something they were just working on already. Right. Um, but they do stuff like that, and it really hits home to understand who you're working for and how personal they take um, the environment that you're working in. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love it here. Uh, there, there is no other builder for me other than Perry. I hear you. So how long in the new home market industry? Um, the end of 2016, so about five years. Okay. Yeah. You like it better than any other aspect of real estate you've been in? Way better. Way better. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. Um, there are a lot of pros and cons to being a builder. Um, people come to you, so it seems that it's very easy. Hey, you guys just sit there in the model. People come to you, they buy a home. Um, but if you have competitors in your same price range, in your same community, then it could be a lot more difficult. Right. If you're not uh, in a community that is as favorable or has as many as, uh, amenities as another community, maybe down the street, then it could be a lot more difficult. And you can only sell what's in um, either your specific community or what you have allotted to you. So if I only have 10 homes, I only have 10 homes. Right. Whereas a realtor, yes, you have to look for people, but you got the whole, basically the whole state yeah. to sell in. So if, a, if your buyer doesn't like the school district, um, for me, well, I just have to, you know, tell you thank you for coming by and I appreciate it. But for you guys, if they don't like the school district, you know, let's find a better school district. Right. So it, it's pros and cons to both. But yeah, I, I don't, I, Perry's the place to be, definitely. I hear you. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. So what, being on like just the community subject for a second, what does Tavola, the community that you've been here and seen, have to offer for its residents? Um, it is the, probably the biggest hidden gem in and around Houston. Um, so Tavola is in the city of New Caney, which five years ago was, it was nothing out here. Yeah. Um, developments were planned by the big guys and the developers. And there's, um, even at that time, I, as I understand, the land was already bought up to like Splendora. So all the major tracts of land for the most part have already been spoken for. So we knew things were coming, but it doesn't matter to a buyer. Right. The buyer comes here, they see trees, and um, we just got a stoplight that is it's blinking, but it's there. <laughs> but it's there. Um, the stop sign is still there as well, but yeah. at the time it was just a stop sign. Right. Um, so we, at the time, five years ago when I got here, we, we were that, that town or that city with the stop sign that you go through. You know, you just kind of go through New Caney. You don't go to New Caney, there's nothing there. Right. Um, a few years after that, we got the Kroger's and the Walmart, and um, now we have the Starbucks and the Olive Garden, and we have so much development now. So now people see. We are getting an entertainment district with a 16,000 seat uh, amphitheater, so concerts are gonna be coming. We have an XD movie theater. Oh, wow. Um, we have a, what is it, the, uh, the medical district that's coming, that's gonna have a major hospital and pharmaceutical laboratories. So there is so much that is still coming that um, most of Houston and most of Texas doesn't know about. So right. it's not going to be until it's already here, but then the prices are going to already be Where they crazier are. than yeah. they are now. So, yeah, I like to say, I used to say New Caney is the up and coming Woodlands. Okay. Um, just like the Woodlands has the pavilion, uh, mark, uh, they have the Market Street. We're going to have uh, an entertainment district, yeah. which is going to host the, uh, the amphitheater. 
um, high-end shopping. And it's, so it's, it's a lot, lot of things that are coming that if you don't have family or friends here, you won't know about it right. until it's built and it hits the news. Yeah, and they're inviting you out yeah. to And I just found out today that H-E-B is coming uh, an eighth of a mile down the street. Oh, wow. So That's we'll have a Walmart, a Kroger, and an H-E-B within a mile. But nobody knows about that because yeah. this is new candy. So right. yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hidden gem. I hear you. Yeah, and that definitely sounds like a hidden gem with all those different things coming around, not only for the convenience factor of it, mm -hmm. but somebody looking out here to buy as a, a, a home that they can then upsize from. I mean, but these are obviously beautiful models that you guys are building in. What's the price point in you guys' community? Um, so we have two sections here in, in Tavola in the city of New Caney. We have, so we're in a 65-foot gated. Um, the gated, we have roughly nine homes left, nine opportunities. Um, we are in the mid upper mid to upper 500s. Um, you can get into the low 600s, um, and then we also have a 55 foot community that is t roughly 25 to 27, 2800 square feet uh, for the most part. Um, they can go a little bit higher, a little bit lower, but that's about where they're at. Right. Price wise, they are mid fours, lower fours, 430s, 450s, something like that. Okay, gotcha. So still definitely kind of like that second time buyer kind of. Yeah. price range that you would yes. see. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. So we talked a little bit about like the struggles through the pandemic that Perry was able to accommodate a lot of their just salespeople and, you know, business partners and things like that for. What are some of the struggles that you've seen that the pandemic has caused to just building processes in general? Um, so a an example that I give to buyers is, you know, a little picket fence uh, or a picket of a fence, the yep. one plank. Before the pandemic, um, each picket was roughly a dollar and some change. Through the height of the wood crisis, it went up to almost $10 per picket. Oh, wow. Um, I think $8 or $9 was the price that I was told. Yeah. So imagine paying uh, $2,000 to build your back fence to $10,000 to build your back really fence. Really quick, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the prices of materials have gone up. First, it was wood. And then for the multitude of reasons, it has now transferred over to uh, metals like coppers and stuff like that for the wiring. Uh, window prices have went up as far as our, basically all of our raw materials has went up. Yeah. Wood has come back down, but the other raw materials are still high or things are being shorted so they can't complete um, the assembly of whatever we need. Maybe they have the glass, but they don't have the rubber or the uh, the vinyl to complete the surrounding molding yeah, for the glass. So it's always something. Um, we're slowly getting back on track, but yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was a roller coaster for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can imagine. What's you guys? I mean, pre-pandemic and then now in the pandemic. What does you guys build time look like? Um, pre-pandemic, four months. Um, I would say to feel safe and not go too, too far either way, maybe five months, six months. Okay. Um, we do have um, shortages and delays, but they're usually a couple days here and there. Okay. So altogether, they'll probably add up to maybe a few more weeks, um, but it's, it's getting a lot better now. So I would say we're, we, we still build pretty fast. We're not in the, I wouldn't say in the seven, eight or nine month range unless uh, we have a major flood or something, you know, really crazy. Something happens. crazy, yeah. yeah. And you never know with Houston, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Texas in general. <laughs> um, so, how long has Perry Homes, just the company, been around? Um, over 50 years now. We've been around for a long time, and it's been family-owned and operated um, the entire time. 
Yeah, and that's a good thing about it. I think that that shows something in addition to the fact that you have been with the same builder and, you know, still have that loyalty and aspect that Perry is the only builder. Mm -hmm. I think whenever I go out to new communities, um, that's something that I talk to my buyers about, too, is that, you know, it's important, obviously, on the resale transaction to work with an agent that you like. So I hope to God that they like me a little bit, right? right? right. Uh, but also the lender that they like, you know, the insurance agent that they like. It's important to just kind of have a tribe around you that you like. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I tell my buyers that are wanting new the same thing every single time we go out to a community. It's gonna be important that you, you know, actually can feel some sort of vibe between this, you and this person. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that one of the first things I always tell them is it's gonna tell you a lot about how long they've actually been with the right. company. You know what I mean? Right. And you know, it could just be, well, they just got started in new sales. And I mean, that's something totally different. Yeah. Um, but of course, there's plenty of sales associates out there who've gone from builder to builder and nothing against any of them. It's yeah, just, yeah. it shows that th that company truly has something to offer or that builder has something to offer if that sales associate's actually stuck with them through yeah. the thick and thicker. Right, You right. know what I mean? A, a funny story. Um, when I was interviewing Perry, when I was trying to make the decision if I should go in for the interview or not, uh, a friend of mine, uh, we got hired at the same time. We went to about five or six communities. And I almost got scared off to even come to the company because I started thinking it was a cult. Really? Every model that I went into, uh, uh, me and uh, the friend of mine would talk to the salesperson and say, we're not from corporate. <laughs> um, we're thinking about joining a company and um, we just, we really want to know what, what's your thoughts because we, you know, and actually both of us were from Michigan. I was born in Houston, but I was coming back from uh, Michigan. Okay. We could not find not one person to say anything negative. Not, and we started, the first couple models, it was like, okay, well, these people really love the company, but you know, let's go to a few more and then get something realistic and we're not looking for somebody to say you know well i actually don't like working here we just something realistic great company i don't like my boss so much some something that a normal human yeah. would say right never anything so it was kind of weird and scary yeah <laughs> like they, they're drinking the kool-aid yeah yeah so um but it it is that kind of builder it's um they take care of you. Yeah, and that's mm -hmm. what it sounds like, very family-oriented. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I mean, obviously been family-owned for the entire time, so mm -hmm. I think it's only right that they treat all of those, you know, sales associates that they bring up under them just like family as well, mm -hmm. which, I mean, the ice cream story is something that's so huge that I don't think a lot of companies would do, real estate-related yeah. or not. Um, obviously, in real estate, it's a much more personable business throughout everybody in the transaction, right? right? But just a lot of companies in general, I don't think would take that extra step. So that says a lot yeah. for me. And it transfers to the, to, the, um, to the buyers. Right, oh yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, that's something I always tell my clients is that, you know, a lot of my clients end up turning into family and it's mostly because I force myself into their lives. I'm just <laughs> No, but it's really just because, you know, that, that extra standard of holding them to a higher standard, you right. know, and saying, hey, this is not about the house that you're buying, I could care less which house you do buy. Right. I want to make sure that you are protected first and foremost through the process, of course, and then that you're satisfied and happy ultimately whenever you're getting the keys on the back end. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, that's always the goal. And it, it seems like Perry has preached that same goal throughout its, all of its sales yeah. associates. I mean, just knowing you as a person, I know that that's something that you are, you know, an embodiment of is that, you know, it's the people first, not the transaction. Um, and I mean, it it's shows something that the company is also kind of around that same mantra. Does that make right, sense? Right, right. Yeah.
I agree 100%. Yeah. So what are some of like the cool standard features that Perry has to offer? Wow. Um, so I, obviously that is one of the first questions buyers ask. That is the, one of the most difficult questions to answer. Most, most of the things here are standard. Most of the things that you're going to look at are standard. Um, that fancy fan is not standard. But it's also not grossly overpriced. Right. So when buyers go to the design center, they're usually pretty shocked that most things are not crazy. Um, our eight-foot doors are standard. Um, our kitchens were you used to upgrade to have the uh, a gourmet look and feel with the wall oven, a wall microwave is now standard. Oh wow! Okay. Ceiling heights are standard. LED lights are standard. Our homes are smart. Um, I like to call this luxury um, knockdown texture. Okay. Um, this is what you'll see in a lot of um, uh, high-end homes, yeah. um, million-dollar-plus homes. Right. Um, that is standard. High baseboards in most of our communities are standard. Um, it's, it's, it's easier to show what the upgrades are because that is a smaller number than what's standard. That makes sense. Yeah. That totally makes sense. So on average, what, do, what would you say that in this community or just any other community, what would you say, or I guess in this community we'd be more specific, uh, what would you say the average a buyer would spend in the design center is? Um, usually 15 grand. Okay. Um, and most of that is just on the floors. Yeah. So, and, and also keeping in mind that most of my homes are 3,200, 3,400 square feet. Yeah. My average buyer spends um, 8,000-ish on their floors. Um, so from the front door to this arch here, which will be the, the entryway, our kitchens and our breakfast areas come tile. Uh, last I checked, we had 60 or 70 different tile options, Okay. which is why we can't have a design center in a model. It wouldn't be anywhere to put all that stuff. That makes sense. Um, so when they do upgrade, they're upgrading the, the family room from carpet to tile and usually the dining room from carpet to tile. And if they get to the eight grand, then that means they probably also upgraded the office from carpet to tile. That's where the bulk of their money goes. Okay. And then the rest of it is just, you know, maybe if they upgrade their faucet or something like that, but it's, they don't spend too much. I've actually had, um, I guess without giving too much away or being too personable about uh, other people's information, right. very, very wealthy individuals um, sell their seven-figure homes, um, downsizing from like 10,000, 15,000 square feet to something more manageable because you know, they can't get around as right. easily. And they still only spent 20000 in a home. And that was only because they went from tile to wood and they put wood everywhere. Right. So a person with basically an unlimited budget still only spent, I think that buyer spent specifically 21000 on their home on okay. upgrades. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, it just goes to show it's still pretty manageable things. Yeah. Kind of like you said, the fan is not grossly expensive, yeah. which you go to some design centers and you're like, oh my God, that's what that costs? Uh, so that totally makes sense. What would you say one of the most unique upgrades Perry has to offer is? The patio. Patio. Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting on that to be an included feature. Yeah. Um, so we, we have average size patios compared to other builders, which might be like a 20 foot by 10 foot or something like that. But we have patios here that are up to and above 700 square feet, which is larger than my first apartment. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a giant patio, <laughs> a huge patio. So this patio we have here is right under 600 square feet and it's about three sets of patio furniture to make it feel homey and filled. 
Did you say three sets? It's three sets of patio furniture out there. Wow. So we have a, a table. We have the two, uh, I would call them love seat. Yeah. Um, and then we have an a L, almost, um, couches out yeah. there. And obviously a little table in the middle. Right. So it took three sets of patio furniture to make that feel um, comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that I would say the patios are probably the most unique. That and I think a lot of builders now are getting into the really high ceilings. Yep. Um, we've always had really high ceilings, but between that and a patio is what we're known for. What's the ceiling height one more time? On here, it's uh, 12 feet, 14 feet, 12 feet, and 10 feet. Um, I have a home that is under construction now. The family room and the kitchen is 17 feet. Those are my ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> is it one story? Is, or? Yeah, yeah, it's all one stories. Really? All one stories are typically the same height or higher than uh, a two-story home. Wow, okay. Wow. I don't know if y'all know what 17 <laughs> feet on a ceiling looks like, but yeah. that's some high ceilings. It so. looks like a church. It looks, <laughs> <what> it looks. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a church. Cooking seriously. and praying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say uh, to some folks out there, whether they're looking for Perry specifically or they're just looking for a new home in general, what would you say some key things are to look out for whenever they're building? Um, understand what you're buying. Understand that buying a home is very, because I'm a car guy, very similar to buying a car. And that you want to compare first apples to apples. Um, don't compare um, a new home buyer uh, type home to somebody who is the demographic is somebody who's on their fifth house because yeah. it's not going to be the same house and it's not fair to either builder to compare them find a house that you love and be a be upfront with yourself as well as your realtor on what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not willing to compromise on um perry you with all builders you get what you pay for um i like to say a lot of our money is behind the walls and if you if you buy anything of quality, you don't really realize it until a couple years down the road. Um, if you have a, a nice belt, nice shoes or whatever, that leather holds up for years yeah. versus if you're buying a shirt just to go out for dinner just tonight, it might last one wash right. and then the threads are going to come out. So they they both look really nice when you first bought them, right. but you spent a little bit more money on whatever the, the luxury item was um, or the more expensive item and it lasted Yeah. Um, and you got your money's worth out of it. Obviously, you, you get your money's worth out of both, which right. is why you pay less. So just understand and, and make a, maybe even write it down what you're willing to compromise on. And if it's okay that the house is not a great quality, Say that, hey, Caleb, I know this house is not the best bones. We only plan on being here two years. This is our exit plan. That's right. okay. Um, also, looking at the other way, I want to be here 20 years, and that might be a conversation that you need to have with the buyer. Maybe not look at this house. Maybe let's look at the, you're going to spend more on this house, whether it's a Perry or not. You can, right. But I think because this is the last house, Maybe you need to invest a little bit more money into and having that conversation with the buyer. So just really being upfront and frank with um, the, the true emotions are. And that's what our jobs is, is to pull that information out. Yeah. Because sometimes they don't know what they're looking for. Right. That is very true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that that's something so huge. I love the car analogy, too, because something I tell my clients about just servicing their home in general. Mm -hmm. You know, with the car, you have to get your tires rotated. Mm -hmm. You have to get your oil changed. 
<laughs> you got to put gas in the car, you know what I mean, at the minimum. Um, so it's the same thing with the house. You know, you got to get your HVAC serviced every once in a while at yeah. least. You got to make sure your roof is still in somewhat tip-top shape and different things like that. And it, it is more expensive maintenance, right. but it's necessary maintenance nonetheless, right? right. Um, and I think that that's something so huge that I try to preach to all the buyers, whether they're a first-time buyer or it's their right. fifth home, right? right. Uh, is that, you know, just make sure that these things that are on your inspection report, for example, or in your builder walkthrough, for example, are actually being addressed as the years come on, especially with building, because you do have warranties and different things right. like that. Right. What are some of the warranties that Perry offers? Perry offers a two-year, um, quote-unquote, bumper-to-bumper warranty, which I'll get an email from corporate after this video, <laughs> um, but we basically cover everything inside the home. Okay. Um, structural is 10 years, but... Um, Electrical, plumbing, um, any any issues outside of damage will will cover inside the home for two years. Um, again, structural is, is ten years, and I believe our roof is twenty five years, um, and transferable as well. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I, I have to double check on that, but I believe our roof warranty is transferable. Obviously, if you're in the house less than two years, it it'll still be under warranty. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Wow, that's, that's pretty I huge. Think I, I believe Perry has the best warranty for any, um, any builder. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> go rapid fire, okay? Oh, Not real estate related stuff. In the simplest you know, form possible, why Perry Homes? Um, because you'd be dumb not to. I'm sorry, that's the first thing that came <laughs> out. Uh, why Perry Homes? Because you want to buy something that's going to last. Um, you're spending a significant amount of money on uh, a product. Um, but when you buy a pair, you're not only buying a product, you're buying a service. Yep. In the simplest form, and it's, it's cliche, and we've said it a million times, but you are paying for what you get, or you're getting what you're paying for. And that embodies everything about Perry. Um, when I do have that conversation with buyers, I tell them we're, we're not the Rolls Royce of homes. Um, we're also not a million dollars. Um, I like to categorize, categorize, categorize us as maybe the Mercedes or Lexus. Um, just like when you buy one of those vehicles, you, pretty much everything comes with the car, but you know it's a really good car. And right. they're German, they're over-engineered. Same thing with Perry, we'll rent, wait, rent wind with a W, not an R. We'll win, win rated to, I believe out here, since we're so far from the Gulf, uh, 105 miles an hour and then closer to the coast. I'm 110 miles an hour. Okay. You have to build different right. to get that win rating. You yeah. can't just say, hey, you know, we're 100 miles an hour, we're good. Stamp of approval. <laughs> um, so we have storm tides. There's a lot of stuff that you can't see that we do, um, different types of material um, that makes the house not crack in half like we've heard some of the, the horror stories from other builders. Right. Um, I would say spend a day with your salesperson at Perry, um, spend another day with the project manager and you'll understand why Perry is significantly different from the other builders. I like that, I like that a lot. Okay, so we're gonna go rapid fire real quick on just some random questions, okay? Get to know you This might personally. be a lot of editing. Yeah, this might be. <laughs> Get my foot out of my mouth. All right, <laughs> let's go. All right, uh, favorite sport? Uh, I don't watch sports, I'm a nerd. So quantum physics, uh, aeronautics, engineering is, is my passion and art. One of my old Cutco mentors will really appreciate that answer. He's a <laughs> quantum physics genius. <laughs> okay, but you mentioned art. Who are some of your favorite artists? Um, uh, to be honest, uh, my business partner, or my, my last business partner, we had a renewable energies project where we married art 
and renewable energies, is, and that's as far as I can say in my contract. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, but he is an international artist. We actually flew to Italy and met with um, the previous owners of Bugatti and had an art exhibition there. And I think um, I saw that. Did you? You posted a picture from there. Yeah, I think you? I probably posted some yeah. random pictures. Um, I will say him. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, G. Lurie is his name. G. Lurie. Yeah, he's amazing. He has amazing cowboy boots and fashion. <laughs> yeah. he, actually, I think he has either just came from or is heading to the Concourse uh, d'Elegance okay. um, to have some of his fashion um, presented there. But yeah, he's, he's... That's awesome. Wait, so does he sell the cowboy boots? Yeah. I need a new pair, yeah. so you're going to need to link me on that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite music genre? Uh... Right now, I'm, I'm in Christian rap. Okay. Yeah, so it's usually something Christian, but uh, I, I get too emotional with the, the praise and worship stuff. So the, the rap keeps me geared and ready to go to work and, and fight these battles. But yeah, Christian rap. I hear you. Okay. Who's some of your favorite artists right now? Uh, Bizzle, uh, who actually lives or is back and forth, but lives in Houston. Okay. Um, Sail Out of Corner. I think I've heard that name before. Yep. Um... It, there are so many of them that are really, really talented. Yeah. Um, man, okay, let me give you at least one more. Uh, Bizzle, Sail Out of Corner, and uh, bring somebody who, who needs to come back out, uh, Gemstones. Gemstones, okay. Gemstones, yeah, they're, they're amazing. Uh, and Seven. Seven, I think, is from California. But their, um, their ability to poetically... Um, disseminate their their emotions and the political aspects and their struggles is because it's not just well one is since it's christian is there's nothing you know a lot of uh there's nothing vulgar right and they're still able to get their point across um in a very uh poetic way is they're very talented yeah people. i mean i think that especially in today's world you got to be talented to get your point yeah. across without sounding cussing. like everybody else favorite unhealthy snack uh, right now, Jets Pizza, which is on Rayford. The address is... Give <laughs> <laughs> the shout out. Go ahead. Um, I, I buy that for all of my homeowners for really? their closing gift. It's supposed to be a surprise, but yeah, for every homeowner, I buy them Jets Pizza. That's awesome. I got yeah. to try them. Is it out in this area? It's off of, it literally off of Rayford. Off of Rayford. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that 222 yeah. is the address or something like that. Yeah. Um, a few minutes down from the Harmony um, subdivision. Okay, cool. Awesome, Jets Pizza. And then the last question, what is your definition of greatness? Wow. Um, to believe in something that you initially thought was not possible and to fulfill that uh, with grace, integrity, honesty, and fulfillment. I like that. So there you have it. Great definition of greatness right there from my buddy Presley Hambrick. We're out again in the Tobola community, mm -hmm. the 65 foot 65 section. Foot, yeah. We have nine opportunities left for you out here. If nothing else, you got a great guy out here to come and tag along with and get some more knowledge outside of real estate, inside mm -hmm. of real estate with a good friend of mine. And I appreciate you letting us come out here. I appreciate you. I really do. Yes, I appreciate you a lot. So yeah. unless you're going to interview other Perry people, if you want to Perry in any other neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah. As long as it's, it's, if it's complete, call me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can let me know if you see a Perry home. Of course, I would absolutely call us. Love no, you got to call us. We come as a pair. It's a package deal. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so if you didn't like one of us in this video, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it is what it is. But you get what you get, right? 
Either way it goes, I appreciate you, brother, for letting me come out yes, and do thank this. thank you. I appreciate you. This has been episode number two of Know Your Builder, and we'll see you on the next one. See you guys later.